people. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. Eight twenty-eight on the Mike Caldas Show. It's one zero two five. The Bone seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five or eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. In a couple of seconds, we're going to talk to Colin Jost. Colin is going to be at the Hard Rock this weekend. I got to tell you, Hard Rock really stepping it up. Oh man. yeah. I mean, they're the they're hanging in there with the casinos from uh, you know Atlantic City and and Las Vegas as far as bringing in acts, and I don't mean just comedians. I mean, the biggest name act I would sell at Amelie Arena, they're getting the same money to go. Who was it? Um, wasn't Sting, was it? It was somebody yeah, played it. Sting. Was it Sting? Sting, Rod Stewart. Oh, was, I think it was Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart said, oh, yeah. it was Rod Stewart uh, ha- it's been a long time since I played a venue this small, but the money was the same. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, of course, you tell somebody, not only are we bringing you in, we're going to put you in this huge suite and... Uh, you know, you're in beautiful Florida, so it's, yeah, it's very appetizing. Months later, I saw Rod Stewart at Amelie Arena yeah. instead of the smaller venue, more intimate venue of the uh, Hard Rock. And, you know, that's the thing is that I don't feel like it's hurting anybody because the Hard Rock is bringing those acts in, but mostly to cater to their their big spenders over there, their big gamblers, so right. that they can comp them tickets and bring them in there. Not just comp them, but so they can bring people in there to attract them to gamble, which is great, but also... I don't have to, like you saw Rod Stewart uh, a, a month later at the venue, still sells out the Emily Arena. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, it works out really well for everybody. So Colin Jost has been on the show before. Uh, he and Michael Che are one of the best, I think, people to ever do Weekend Update. I, I think Weekend Update is a f- great feature of Saturday Night Live. It's part of our pop culture, and there have been some hits and misses over the years, and uh, it is definitely one of my favorite things. When they do the the uh, racist jokes where they make, they write them for each other and they read them live for the first time <laughs> on the air. That's my favorite thing. That's good. Because Jost, uh, Che really makes Jost look like he's, like he's super racist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Plus also his hair makes him look like he uh. might be super racist. So, uh, anyway, Gio, they, they wanted a list of questions beforehand. Yeah, they want to know what questions we were going to ask. Mm. I, I thought like, about that. That's a real dick move, not by Colin, but like by PR people. And and uh, Colin's been on the show three times before. So, yeah. but the other thing is, uh, I was like, "What would they do something like that?" And then I went out and realized, probably because he's married to Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. And I would imagine you don't want a million. I don't think we've ever asked him anything about that. No. Yeah, I, but I, if it, because I bet people would get invasive yeah. like that. I said we're conversational. We don't really pre-plan or script yeah. out questions ahead of time. I mean, don't make me sound like I don't prepare. Yeah, uh, you know, know what I mean. I mean, we got this guy. He'll just uh, know, say yeah. some stuff. Here, did you uh-huh. get this? I, I'm going to hand you the script right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, some of the events that are coming up there, Colin Jost is going to be there. Wu-Tang with Nas is yeah. going to be there. Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, one of my favorites, Tesla, is going to be there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's on a Tuesday. I mean, that is where we saw Limp Bizkit. Yeah, yeah, we saw Limp Bizkit there. All right, let's go to the highlight and welcome back to the show from Saturday Night Live. This is the great Colin Jost. Colin, how are you, buddy? Good. How are you guys? Good to have you. I don't know if you know, but you've been on this show a couple of times before. We are uh, last time we had to go through our booking agent Steve Byrne to get you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. Well, that must have been like ten years ago, right? No, no. You came to Tampa one time before the Ruth Eckert Hall, I think. And I called Steve and I go, "Hey, I hate to be a dick and ask you this, but I know you guys are buddies. Can you just ask? because?" Uh, I'm also from Staten Island, so I'm like I have an extra connection. I want to talk to him. Right, that's right. 
Yeah, and, and, and I also don't prepare at all, so don't worry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's funny is that they asked us, I don't know if it was your people or Hard Rock people, but they asked us if we could submit uh, questions. And I was we're like, we're not doing that. Like, we have never done that for anybody. And and uh, I'm Ian, sure but, it was hard. I'm sure it was hard. Right? Yeah, but then I thought about it, and I thought I I would bet your people probably want to. I bet people are always trying to get in your personal life and talk about your wife. Um, sure, even with just people on the street. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So on that, I have a question about her. Um, no, I'm kidding. But I, but I do want to ask you this, though, if I can. And this goes for any, uh, I assume you guys met on Saturday Night Live? Yes, that's right. I, I mean, you're a good-looking guy. My wife thinks you're a good-looking guy. Like You're a good-looking guy. You you're, have that sense of humor that women love and all that. But you don't seem like the guy who's got that confident swag to be like, I'm going to go talk to Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not usually. It it's not like happening that often. Yeah, <laughs> at our show, uh, it just kind of worked. I don't know. It was a. It was just a. It, it was. It was. It was definitely. I wasn't like anticipating it. You know. Yeah. But, um, we we had met. The weird thing is, we had met like uh, you know, six whatever it was, fifteen years ago. Um, we, the first time I, the first year I was a writer was also the first time she was a host. Wow. Um, so we met, we met when we were like way younger and everything. We we were we'd known each other the whole time. It was kind of weird, but um, so it, it was like you know it was like a, it was like a little bit of a, a connection there maybe before. Yeah. Well, you do have that swag and you do have that awesome hair. <laughs> <laughs> At least I have some hair. I know that. We were, we were talking about the uh, the bit where you guys write the jokes for each other and read them. I think that is one of the the funniest things, and it you know Chase trying to make you more and more racist as time goes on has been such a great running joke. <laughs> <laughs> so terrifying, and like my it's like my family is always worried for my my safety. <laughs> so I, so people, I'm people they're like people I hear people like the worst is when you're in the hallway prepare like when you're getting ready like i don't know what it's gonna what i'm gonna say but i'll hear che like meeting with the producers or the writers and i just will hear them one of them yell like you can't make him say that word <laughs> oh, no. I, I love when you read it's ahead me. a little bit and you go come on <laughs> <laughs> anytime i'm starting a joke with rosa parks yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my they're making a black Superman. Oh boy, here we go. Uh, are you it's guys? Really are you guys exciting. buddies? Uh, buddies off the air? Like you guys? Like really good friends, or just mostly yeah. a work thing? Yeah, I love them. Yeah, uh, I mean, but like we're going to do, do some shows together and hang and stuff too. Yeah, that see that once you develop that kind of relationship, it becomes easy to get to know each other's vibe and be able to do it i i, I was saying uh, earlier that i've you know i'm 52 years old i've been watching saturday Night live since as long as i can remember it there's been hits and misses on on weekend update and i love dennis miller uh you know i love colin but collins wasn't as great as some of the other ones then you guys come in as a pair and i think that's the way that that formula of the two of you is is fantastic yeah, I mean, he, you know, we're, we're very lucky. We're lucky we got to do it, and we're lucky we had some time to figure it out because it was definitely hard at first. And, uh, and Che, it was, you know, I credit Che because he was also like, 
didn't want to do anything like fakey. He didn't want to do anything that was like trying to fake what a chemistry is. He yeah. was like, let's just take time. Let's do it because we actually have it. Let's not like do any weird, like uh, artificial things and just like, you know, see what happens. And I think that's where we got to a more natural way to get into like doing that thing, you know, like the joke, the joke slow. You, anytime somebody's got a good thing going like that, I think uh, I would stay on that show for the rest of my life. But clearly I'm not there. I don't have to live with the pressure. I don't know what the money is. Do you see an ending for you, and do you know what you want to do after that? I don't know. I mean, I, obviously I love doing it with him, so I, I wouldn't want to do it if, you know, if he wasn't there. And So we have conversations about it, but we're both very uh, also, again, not planning people. So we kind of just take it you know, year by year and see if we still like doing it, you know? Um, yeah. But there's not much, uh, there's not much out, out there that I think is a better job. Um, I think this is like, you know, we, we still, we still love doing it and you're around all these people who are really funny and who we like just spent time with. So that's kind of why we got into it, you know? How great is that? That, I mean, Saturday Night Live is such a huge part of our, of our culture, of our pop culture that uh, just to be a part of that fraternity, even in the next 30 years, if you're retired and moved on, but just to, just to know that you were, you were part of one of the biggest things to ever be on television and good at it. That's such, gotta be such a great feeling. I, it is. It is. I saw a bunch of people from like, when I started, I saw like Kristen Wiig and Seth Meyers and, uh, you know, I was talking to Sandberg the other day. And like, those were people I started when I was started as a writer, they started in the cast. And one of them was like, how crazy is that we all work at SNL? And you're like, yeah, that is in the scheme of our lives. That's always something we're, we're going to have that we can go back to and talk about. It's like we have the same vocabulary. You know, it's, it's, it's really cool. It, it really is. And you look at the history of people who've uh, been there. We're talking to Colin Jost. Colin is at the Hard Rock on Saturday. Are you, are you here, I assume? Are you here yet or no? I'm getting closer. <laughs> I didn't need your exact GPS location. I, 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 I don't. I'm just saying. I don't know if you've been over there I, yet and seen the place. Um, I don't think I've ever been to this this casino. But someone told me it's like the busiest, one of the busiest casinos in America. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. They really. Uh, I mean, this thing started as a bingo hall with slot machines and it was you know years and years ago and they kept it going and the minute they relaxed the laws on gambling they rolled out a hard rock hotel that was fantastic and then over the years the more they've been able to reinvest back in that property and it is now it can rival any any casino in las vegas and the thing is they built this small theater and i say small but it's pretty big for what you're doing uh it is it, it, they've brought in Rod Stewart's played there. Sting has played there. I mean, they're bringing in some of the biggest acts. So we're really, we're really lucky. I just wanted to see because I bet you get booked at some casinos in Buffalo and stuff. And you're like Jesus Christ, I got to go back up to that place. But this is not one of those places. <laughs> I hope the show isn't there in Buffalo. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, those guys stink. Uh, I just, I, I have a no, lot I'm, of friends. I'm excited. I, I haven't, I'm, yeah, you, you'll. I think you'll dig it here. Now, let me. I have a couple of things. I think I asked you this last time, but I don't remember. What high school did you go to? You, I remember you. I, I always call the uh, impractical jokers. I'm like, well, you feral fags over there, because that was what we used to call them. But you didn't even go to Farrell. You went worse than Farrell, didn't you? I, excuse me. I went to a, a different kind of school, but yeah. I, I went to high school. It was, a, it was it was a good school. I went and it was it was in Manhattan. So I grew up in Staten Island. Yeah, but commuted in to to Regis, but it was free. It was a free uh, Catholic school. 
Yes, but the fact that you lived in Staten Island and commuted to Manhattan as a kid in high school leads me to believe that your parents were already rich. No, no, not at all. Really? No. I mean, why would why would you think rich parents would send their kid an hour and a half? On a <laughs> I feel like I just feel like that's a smarter level of of people. Most of the dumb people in New York, where I lived, were like, "Go to New York High School; it's right there." But uh, your parents are smart enough to be like, you should go to this school and get off the Staten Island. No, I mean, I guess I just wanted to go. It was, it's a great school. Like, and, but there were other schools I was definitely thinking about that were closer, like like Zavarian and Brooklyn, or even like Xavier is closer. Like, I, I kind of... I was thinking about a Catholic high school for, I guess, because I grew up went and going to like a Catholic elementary school. So I don't know. There were other options that were definitely closer too. I mean, Farrell is also a great school. Like my, my like my, my uh, uncle and uh, like two of my uncles went to Farrell too. And my brother went to Farrell. You know what grosses me out? That I probably know your uncles. Like that's how old I am. Like I'm old enough to be friends <laughs> with somebody's uncle. That bothers me a lot. It, gr- it also it also grosses me out to hear you say the phrase. I probably know your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's just so funny is that you talk to me for f- for five minutes and you'll hear the Staten Island like somewhere like if I yell or I get mad at something you'll hear it creep out. I don't feel like you have that at all. I I used to have it more when I would say like certain phrases or something you know or like you talk about Staten Island kind of things. Yeah, and but there's little there's words that people are like. Well, you say that word that way or whatever. Like even like orange, you know, like the way you say. Hey, there's just things, whatever it is, that give away where you're from. But I, <laughs> I was like trained out of it, I think, in high school. Yeah, I, I tried my best when I got in radio to get rid of it too. But I also feel like our difference in growing up. You never hung out with anybody that was in the mob. That's also very. I yeah I can't I'm not I was raised to not talk about this but it was there was there were lots of direct uh, people that I was with all the time. <laughs> Geo oh. press releases. Colin Joseph admits mafia background. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, mafia ties. Mafia ties. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad, I'm, like most people from Staten Island, you shook the Staten Island off of you. Good for you. <laughs> It is crazy. It's like right next to everything. It's it's like, you know, you're you know, fifteen, twenty minutes from Manhattan, but most people never really even go into Manhattan. It feels yeah. like a different world, even though it's the same technically the same city. When I was a kid going into Manhattan we used to say I'm going to New York. Like that was like Staten Island wasn't even a part of New York, like I'm going to New York tomorrow. Same. Yeah. I know, people are like, you're, you're from New York? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted at you, which I'm sure you don't see, but uh I offered as a Staten Island guy who's done well uh, also to I'm willing to chip in on the uh, Ferry Comedy Club with you and Davidson, which I don't know. You guys both seem like was not the smartest decision. Uh, it, it, you know, we like, first of all, you're very welcome to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not saying no to your money. Um, it, we're, we, we like playing up the part, the parts of it that are, uh, hilarious nightmares, but it really there's there's a lot of great plans for it that we have. So we're now actually just going out to people uh, as investors. We have a kind of a crazy, not not dissimilar from like a you know in the Tampa Hard Rock way. I think there's there's a, there's plans that are pretty exciting. I, I think it's great. Now, will it be stationary? It doesn't have to be. Um, 
<laughs> it can get loose. <laughs> um, <laughs> it can drift. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, but, uh, we're, we're, it, ideal, ideally, it, might, it, it could move, so it, it could be uh, it could be a little bit of a traveling circus. <laughs> uh, I, like, I think it's I think it's great as you're you know as a kid. You see the Staten Island ferries always be. What I love is when people look at like a tourist thing and they go things to do in New York and some and it says ride the Staten Island ferry and I I'm like who would do that mm. who would do that especially if you're in Manhattan already you just ride across and then go no I'm not staying here and then just ride back to the city that's ridiculous. Yeah, I love that people just land on Staten Island and instinctively think they should leave again without seeing anything. <laughs> what's a, I, I'm sure this was in the press, so I don't want to pry, but what's a ferry cost? Um, I, it costs, I think it was like 280000 Oh, I could afford a ferry? Uh, yeah, you can get a ferry. I mean, that's what I, it was sort of like a real, I, I thought on a real estate level, it's like 30,000 square feet of yeah. space. But I thought that's a pretty good per. I, don't, I didn't do the math exactly, but it sounded vaguely like a good square foot value. Yeah, yeah, that's, but also, you have you have an upstairs, a downstairs, an outdoor bar area. I mean, that's actually a pretty smart idea. If I'm not allowed to invest in the Colin Jost, Pete Davidson Ferry Comedy Club, I'm going to buy my own ferry and do a rival club across the street, across the water. I, I love it. We welcome we welcome all rivals and. Uh, that's when I go back to my sort of mock roots, and it would be a shame if something happened to your boat. <laughs> <laughs> your boat's going to drift. Your boat's going to drift. All right. I, I don't know what happened. I went out, and it was gone. <laughs> uh, by the way, that's less than $10 a square foot. $10 a square foot's a good deal. See? Yeah. I didn't even have to do the math. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I, I don't know that I even know this. I know, I think you guys live together, but how is it that you know uh, Steve Byrne? Like, when did you first, did we start coming up together, or did you live together, or what was it? He's great. Steve's the first, so actually, Steve's the first comedian who ever took me on the road, oh. and the first time we ever went on the road was at the Hard Rock in Hollywood. Right, okay. Uh, the, the, the other, you know, and the, and it was me, I opened up, Neil Brennan was the feature act. And the Steve funnier of the two funny. Brennans. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to say that. I don't. Yeah, it, it's implied, you know. Um, it's uh, it, it was it was like the be- it was like the best weekend of my life, and I never like I had never gone on the road before as a stand up, and and they took me. It was really fun. Well, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. I, we love Steve, and because his parents live here, we get to see him a little bit more often. But uh, it's great. And uh, listen, I appreciate you getting up early and being on the show. Go see Colin Jost. He's going to be at the Hard Rock on Saturday at 8 p.m. And uh, very funny stand-up, and of course, you know, you've seen his work on Saturday Night Live, and soon to be a, a business partner of mine in the floating comedy ferry in New York. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your your money, and, and this goes to all listeners, your money is welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, thank you, man. It's great to talk to you. All right. Take it Take easy. Care. There you go. Colin Jost, everybody. Um what a horrible connection that was. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. He was funny. He was great. Yeah, I think it was uh, 10, 12 years ago that I got to hang out with him because he was opening for Steve and we uh, went to the show that, yeah. and then hung out and played pool with him. And Steve said, yeah, he's going to be on Saturday Night Live. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> so Yeah. 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 <laughs> he, he, uh, it, it's just so funny. You look at Pete Davidson and Pete Davidson looks like most of the kids in my neighborhood and like not i'm not talking about the butthole eyes just like regular just slacker kind of kids 
And uh, I didn't really, I didn't really hang out so much in my neighborhood because my school was so far away from where I lived. So all my friends were like on the other side of the line. But Pete Davidson looks like he lived next door to me. You know, Colin Jost looks like he lived above us. Like he lived in Toad Hill and he lived in somewhere that was yeah. uh, like and never came to Pizza Town or hung out where any of us kids hung out. And the only mafia that he knows is the guy who owned the nicer house than him down the block but never had to go to work. I'm guarantee, I guarantee it. <laughs> I would imagine if Pete Davidson actually lived next to you in Staten Island, we would have to do some sort of research on the water right. or whatever it or is. the effect on yeah. 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 Like, Something's going on yeah. here. Look at these kids. I would like to talk to Pete Davidson and be like, hey, I'm just putting this out there. I could play your father in any movie. Huh? Yeah. And, then, and one of the lines could be, why did you, why'd you give me these stupid butthole eyes? All right. Uh, go see Colin Joe Saturday at the Hard Rock. Galvin. Yes. New open letter. Yes. We promise it is. Well, uh, are you sure? It is one is twenty four hours, twenty five hours late, but we will do it. Are Why? you sure? Why? What do you? Check what are your, you saying? Check your text, Frankie. No, yeah. <laughs> is he here? Yes. We he's can do here. It. No, no, he's at uh, yeah. the station. We yeah. can do it. He's oh, there. he's at the station with yeah. Carmen. I forgot about that. Frankie, you there now? No, he's no, he's in, in the lobby. lobby. Hey, I'm in the lobby. <laughs> yeah, I can't go Open get him. Open the door. <laughs> All right, we'll uh, we'll uh, do the open letter and then we'll talk to Frankie from uh, Frankie from Cafe Chibo who is a great friend of mine, but really, I loved his food before I loved him. Mm. Uh, and now he's got a new restaurant called Frankie's Italian Chop House, and I'd like to give it some love, because even though it's been open, the real grand opening is happening this weekend. So we'll bring Frankie in after the open letter next on 102.5 The Bone. You're listening to The Mike Caltas Show. Mike Caltas Show on 102.5 The Bone. Welcome to Barbecue Love Fest. is happening Saturday, November for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.